Yo, what's good, extended fam? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. <laughs> yeah. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. I recommend a computer. We're professionals here. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Try to catch me slipping there. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Chip. Time travel to fun in the 16th century at the Maryland Renaissance Festival. Ten stages, food, pubs, shopping, jousting. Saturday, Sundays, and Labor Day Monday through October 20th. For tickets, visit MarylandRenaissanceFestival.com. Save big on admission through September 8th. Everybody, it's your boy Fresco. You can follow me on Twitter at Fresco Ben Famous. That's B I N Famous, and on Instagram at Fresco Fame. Dude. And it's your boy Flaw Seven Hundred, aka Flaw Claw Van Dam, aka Flaw Cigar. And we are the Podcast Brothers, and this is episode one eleven. One eleven. Yeah, we climbed wow, the charts. We was like at one ten last week and didn't I, even acknowledge it. Shit, I remember fucking. Doing a live show and being at 89. That's the fact. Niggas thought it was 100, but it wasn't. It, mm. was, it was like 89. Yeah. <laughs> so we celebrate. It would have been lit if the two-year anniversary was just so happened to be the uh, 100th episode, but yeah. it ain't work out like it that. It didn't work it out that way. It's a little bump in the road, but mm-hmm. we here. We back. And we doing our thing, man. We back again. Downtown Trenton. Starbucks. Shout out to Starbucks. We in here. Shout out to the downtown Trenton. You know, it's beautiful down here. Some of y'all might only know one part of the city of downtown Trenton, part of downtown Trenton, but it's actually... Uh, um, a spot down here where you can get delicious food. It's like rest. It's like a little uh, restaurant Soul area. Food, there's a lot of delicious there's a lot of good restaurants in this area where you can get some good treats and delights from. So Starbucks without, being one of them. So without further ado, man, we got another special guest in the building, man. We're gonna keep this thing going. Fresco, you want to introduce him? Yeah, let's do it. Um, we got a gentleman in the building who is as 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 the gentleman we had last week. Shout out to Sham God, um, and his crew, Mad Lights. We have. Another representative of the brand, feel me? Niggas been working. He is a young man on the rise with his music, very energetic in his music, very passionate, and he speaks to the things that he knows and what he's come to know through his music and through life. This week on episode 111 of the podcast, brothers, we got the homie Naj in the building, baby. What's good with you, bro? I'm happy to be here. Appreciate you coming through, man. We're trying to get you on for a minute. We've been in talks for a while trying to get that schedule right. Right, right. You know, timing is everything, though. Everything happens when it's supposed to. This is true. We allowed it to manifest, and and now we're here. Absolutely. Look at it. Talking about. We're in beautiful downtown Trenton. Right. Lights shining bright on us. Right. Not saying that the other setups was bad, but. I like this setup. It's right a vibe. Here. It's yeah, a vibe. Absolutely. absolutely. And I, absolutely. I just want to thank y'all for having me, man. Before we even, you know, get in depth with everything, I'm, I'm honored, and um, it's it's a good opportunity. So well, nobody uh, else uh, did that, man. But I pre- nah, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> nah, 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 I was just playing. But nah, I appreciate that though, for real. Nah, I like what y'all got going on, man. So yeah, I'm here. I'm absolutely. Here. So ready. We like to start our episodes off by telling uh, the world how our weeks were. So you want to start first, since you're the guest. Uh, yeah, my week was um pretty much how most of my weeks uh are. Uh, it was productive. Mm. Uh, it wasn't too fun, but I secured the bag. You Absolutely. know, made sure my beautiful daughter was straight, mm. and um you know, worked on the material. This you know usual things. Just try and get it right, man. So the, my week was productive. It was good. Okay. 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 Oh yeah, I got a ticket too. Uh, <laughs> what you do? What did you do? Give me the dirt. <laughs> I um I got a tent uh tent ticket. Oh, that's it. Yeah, because oh, my front windshield's tinted. And, they uh, assholes for that. They and they was hating on me. They can let things slide. slide. I, I feel like <laughs> if you got tents in the summertime, like if you see the boys roll your windows down or whatever, but in the in the winter in the colder months, they should let niggas like come on. Man. Right. Sometimes they ain't got nothing better else to do. I got a tent ticket with for from a cop car that had tent. <laughs> <laughs> ain't that something? <laughs> I see police on a phone. I see police busting UEs. You feel Running me? I see red lights, left hand turns. Right. 
when the light's red. Uh, now, I see niggas make right hand turns when the light red. <laughs> they do what they want. Whatever. What's your week like, Well, My week? Man, my week was... Um, normally, I don't have a week, but I decided to take some notes. Uh-huh. So, about last week, we made we had this segment on uh, Donye Jones. Um, yes. We posted the video on, on YouTube. Facebook. On Facebook. Mm-hmm. you right. On Facebook. And the mother reached out to us. Yeah, um, mother she actually Jones. watched the video and, you know, she responded. Oh, wow. And I was I, I was just hoping that she didn't take it any the type of way. negative right. you know what I mean, way. But, you know what I mean? She just was like, they murdered her baby. You know, our mother responded on a post. We responded. Kayla responded. We just sent our uh, condolences and, you right. know, let her know that, you know what I mean? We're here for the fight as well. Um, so... That happened. I thought that was huge. From Ferguson to Jersey, man. From Ferguson, right. And I wanted right. to get her on the show just to talk to her for about five minutes. But no disrespect, but just to right. bring more awareness, just keeps talking. Right. She has a GoFundMe um, account. Um, and I just wanted to keep this spreading because obviously nobody's talking about this enough. Um, excuse me. So that's with that. Now, I took my son to Chuck E. Cheese on Friday. He had a ball. That? Your son got so much energy. Too much energy, bro. Got all the energy, <laughs> when I bro. try, like when we play, he actually closes his fist and hits with all his might, and I'm like, "It's done. Go grab a toy." It's not, we're not playing. That's not how we play. It's just not how we play. It's not the way the game go. <laughs> you get all knuckles. It's like, bro, we're, we're playing. And then um, Saturday we went to Sky Zone. You know yeah. what I mean? With my brothers and uh, go wrong with their Sky kids. Zone. Man, Sky Zone. Listen, you go wrong when it's time to leave. Right. I think I'll be having more fun than the kids. Uh, well, listen, I didn't jump yesterday because I hurt my back previously when I my went. My back is broken. Yeah. So I know to stay away from that. But um, speaking of Sky Zone and Chuck E. Cheese, I got something that I want to discuss, but I'm going to wait a little later. I got a question I want to ask you, and I'm going to spin off of it. So okay. I'm going to just save my crazy random thoughts for that. Okay. Yesterday, we celebrated our grandmother's 72nd birthday. Shout out to Happy my Happy birthday, grandma. grandma. Appreciate yeah. it. She looks beautiful. She 72. looks great. And it's just something about us, man. Whenever we get together, there's always a magical moment with us. You know, we do have a dope family. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I don't think we should put that past. Put it past it. Because we do this like every year. We get together all the time during holidays. And mm-hmm. it's just like it's the norm to us. Right. But we got to acknowledge that there's also family who can't come together because, you know, Dysfunction or whatever the case may be. Right, so right, right. we got to really, you know what I mean? Appreciate you know, I think I did see doing. that on Instagram from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We you was, uh, it was, it was great. I always appreciate when I kick it with the fam. It's always fun, even though it's standard and it's normal. I know, like, it's it's really only during like the holidays. You know what I'm saying? Where it's consistent because it's more like holidays, more days off work and shit like that, more consistently throughout the rest of the year. But I always appreciate kicking it with the fam. Um, my week. My week was cool. Went to Sky Zone Saturday. I took my son. Uh, we had a great time until it was time to leave because he did not want to leave. Yep. <laughs> Boy, cried his eyes out like like I was causing him bodily harm. Ah! <laughs> All the parents and shit looking at me. I already looked crazy because I don't do any type of extracurricular like activity physically. I don't run. I don't fucking backflip, cartwheel, jog, none of that shit. So I'm in Sky Zone yesterday and I'm bouncing my ass off on the trampolines and I'm drenched with sweat, bro. Like my whole face was drenched in sweat. So as we leaving and I got this young kid on my arm crying, I look like a damn kidnapper. Like it just didn't look, <laughs> it did not look uh, uh, good from the outside looking in, I thought. But Sky Zone was dope. We had a good time doing that. Um, then later on that day, which was all yesterday, we went and had the the uh, 72nd birthday party birthday dinner for my grandma down at the Big Easy in the town and um what else oh yeah so y'all know I do movie reviews I, I, I'm just finding it real weird like I'm always watching movies nowadays and shit so I just feel like I bring my perspective of the movie to the show right so um this week's movie that's up for review is uh uh fist was a fist fight teacher fight uh with Ice, with Ice Cube? Cube yeah with oh, Ice okay. Cube and yeah, um, I can't remember the other guy's name but I, I call him Dale from Horrible Bosses. <laughs> right. That's, that's exactly the only thing I can connect him to. <laughs> he will but, ever be known for Dale from right. Horrible Bosses. Dale from Horrible Bosses. <laughs> that's that motherfucker's name. But I thought the movie was pretty good, honestly. I like I like Ice Cube in that role. 
I thought it was a little bit much at some points, but who who the fuck doesn't like Ice Cube? I don't know. We're just talking about Ice Cube being an angry black guy. That was just right. Like, ah, I like you. You ain't. You know what I mean, I mean, but he he's he, super he came, rich. He, he started off and he came he came into the game as the angry black guy. Fuck the police. <laughs> <laughs> he's been an angry black guy his whole career. That's how he made his entrance. Right. But I like. I, I think since then he's rehabilitated himself from that image and like worked into the Family Guy role and stuff like that. And um, I think this movie, this role that he did was something like kind of going back to the early Ice Cube. Right. And I thought it was hilarious. He was just a history teacher. The thing that got me about the movie was like he broke up. You you seen the movie? Y'all both seen it? Yeah, I seen it. Yeah, I seen it. So the part where he beat up, I'm not beat up, broke up the kid's desk with the axe and shit. Hey, yo, it's the last day of fucking school, but they get like, <laughs> right. why, why are you this angry? Yo, why, <laughs> you want us to really watch this documentary? First of all, there's too many kids in that classroom for it to be the last day of school. There was no way I was sitting in class watching the documentary on right. the last day of school. The last day. It's not happening, bro. I'm walking straight the fuck out. In the teacher's face. Mr. Strickland or not, did you get last? <laughs> it, it's going down, but... I thought it was a funny movie. They did a good job with the contrast between Ice Cube and Dell from Horrible Bosses. So I do recommend to watch it. It's a, it's, a, it's a funny movie. So I give it a I give it a seven and a half out of ten in my movie scale rating. So check out motherfucking Fist Fight if you have. It. Yeah, it's, okay. it's it's a decent movie. Uh, like I said, I watched it one time, and that probably be the only time that I watch it. You look uh, like Ice Cube, so you probably don't want to watch these movies. Though. Yo, I look like everybody. I don't look like Shaq. And Ice Cube. How is it I night, like you, one like hour, and then day the next? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck am I supposed to answer these questions? Anybody with a beard, this dark skin. Right, exactly. <laughs> Everybody with a beard looks the same. Oh, well. That's exactly what we're talking about. Oh, well. well, well you know. So, I want to start the episode off. Normally, we started off with the bullshit, but this week, I definitely want to start it off with some positive information and one of those and one of those positive informations is there was a lot of history made (laughs) with this past election when it came to the women and the lgbt community Mm -hmm. there was so many women there were so many women elected man the nets is crazy in here what are they doing there were so many uh women elected and let me see if i can uh 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 I don't, I'm not going to say names. Okay. I'm not going to say names because I might butcher some. But I'm going to just go with, um, so let's see. We have the first black congresswoman of Massachusetts. Shout mm-hmm. out to the first black congresswoman of Massachusetts. Yeah, that's major. Right? We got the first, um, I'm trying to watch my video. So I got, excuse me, we got the first senator of Tennessee, female. We got the first Latin congresswoman for Texas. Oh, wow. We got two for uh, Congress for Texas. The first gay elected governor. The first, the youngest woman elected in Congress. You know, we got two Muslim women elected uh, in Congress. Native American. The first Native American, female and male. So, um, so it's a lot of openly gay congressmen and uh, senators that uh, took office um, this week. Basically, it's lit. Yeah, it's lit. Things are changing. <laughs> it's lit. They shake your shit up out here, nigga. It's lit. Um, one more thing that I think that got looked over. If we remember, there was a guy who killed a kid right. because his music was blasting too loud in Florida. I heard. Yeah, yeah. you know remember what? That? Yeah, I, he, I remember that. And he did get found guilty, but the mother of the child is now in office of some sort. Oh. So that's one hell of a good way to really fight back when it comes to that system. So his mother holds a seat somewhere in Florida right now, and I can't really think of what seat she holds, but um, this was a dope. That's fire. And shout out to Jersey for turning blue. I think it's like one town in New Jersey that's like still red. So shout out to New Jersey for doing the right thing, which got me thinking, every election, do we got to worry about Florida? Like, it's it's, it's wild. It's been like this since George Bush... Junior, it's like Florida it's will always, always be a deciding factor. Yeah, and they said Al Gore could have won. Hey, he would have really, you know, what I mean, put the work in. If he don't just nobody quit. know about that shit by now, that shit was rigged in the ball. Like, mm-hmm. like Al Gore and the Bush shit, come on, man. Yeah, but it's just like, cool. I think around here we hear a lot of the youth. The youth is—is is there like a youth movement in Florida? Because obviously, the older people. Or the people who are influencing these votes come from an older generation. Right. Because I think the younger generation is more neutral. I want to say Democrat, Democrat, but it's more, we want to do what's right. 
type of vibe. And even though the blue and red have their issues, the right. red, I think, is more vocal. The blue might hide their agenda more, but they cater to people like us. Right. But sometimes you got to look at it and be like, well, we know you bullshit. And then you might not come through with some of this stuff. Like even though good. I still think niggas in the blue be lying, too. That's Shit, what I'm saying. I don't be listening That's to what I'm saying. Them motherfuckers. But they sound good when they lie. The red are just be like, listen, y'all know we don't like y'all. Yeah. But they straight. They, they straight to it. Straight to it. <laughs> so Florida. Can you really knock that, though? They're not holding no punches. Listen. I'm not 100% mad at it. I don't think I could. I mean, I may not agree with it, but I got to respect it. Right. Because it's in my face. Because your perspective might be different if you was in that tax bracket. You might be a little more inclined to listen to those motherfuckers. Right. Because don't nobody really want to trade places. Because if you're rich and you like, listen, let us make all the money and the rest of the money will trickle down. Right. That makes sense to some rich folks. But yeah. to us, we like, we're not seeing none of that trickle-down money. Right. That trickle-down money might be a few thousand dollars. What did Bush do when he signed something where he put like a few extra dollars in your um in your check? I must ain't see it, so I don't give a fuck. Right. It sounds, <laughs> it sounds like a lot on a bigger not. scale. Right. But when you break it down to per check... You might have got a few dollars. What do you mean? You mean a few dollars like 50 or a few dollars like three? After they tax you, it might be three. But the bill that he signed might have been like, yo, we're going to give New Jersey and all these different states a million dollars spread around. But by the time you get paid at the taxes, it might be watered down to a couple bucks. Couple bucks. That's exactly why we didn't see it or don't remember. Right. (laughs) Like, where's the money? You got taxed. I didn't get it. (laughs) Fuck that. I you know what, paid. though? I was going to get taxed ladder. anyway. I didn't get paid. Fuck you. It's that ladder. We, like, at the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. Everybody got to get theirs off the top first. That's that. Right. That's by that the time we get it, we get the crumb. By the time it does trickle down, it ain't nothing left, basically. Facts. That's, That's exactly, exactly what I'm saying. Going. It yeah. sounds good when you're the president or you're the Congress and you're creating this law. Listen, we just made a uh, billion dollars. And after we get our cut, the rest of the money, $100, $500 million goes to the country. But when you split it up between all of us, we get nothing. But it sounds good on paper. It definitely sounds good. I now, mine first. Before we, before we get too <laughs> far ahead, I want to take a little commercial break. This is how we get paid just a little bit. This is how uh, the, the company we uh, host our podcast on called Spreaker. Sometimes they play an ad. Sometimes they don't. So if you don't hear an ad, we'll just be right back. If you do, stay put. It's only 30 seconds. We appreciate y'all. Be right back. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And we're back. So, like I said, we got a guest, man. Y'all been hearing him chime in about the conversation that we've been having earlier. But it's time to get to know the guest, man. We, we switched things up recently, if you haven't noticed. Instead of waiting for the end of the show to uh, get to know the guest, we're going to do it bright and early. So y'all know who y'all listening to, man. So, Naj, what's good, man? What's good? What's good? I'm here. Tell the people... Who you are and where you from? I know Fresco just introduced you, but let them know who you are and where you from. Okay, so um, my name's Notch. For uh, those who don't know, and for those who do know, what's up? But uh, I'm I'm uh, straight from the mud, man. I'm straight from the trenches, man. Uh, born and raised in the projects, uh, Roger Guards to be mm-hmm. exact. And um, yeah, the, um, I'm I'm just the artist, man. That's just you know trying to put on for the city, trying to keep it positive. Because I always had a love for music, period. And not just hip-hop. I just love music, like, period. Right. Um, but the design factor for me was I used to always find myself listening to music and rapping over the actual artist that was on the song. Like, when I was younger, if it was a song that I liked by an artist, mm-hmm. I would find myself rapping over it. Right. Doing copies, basically. Right. right. Yeah. Like... Forget what they saying. I'm I'm spitting over them. Right. <laughs> and I used to just freestyle. And eventually it was just like, oh, like I used to do it in front of my friends. I start really 
they were like, oh, now nah, you you might be on to something. Mm. Like you 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 got a little bit of potential. How, how what uh, what age period was that for you? I started really taking my music seriously and pursuing it. I, I'd have to say, like my tenth or eleventh grade, like tenth or eleventh grade in high okay. school. That's when it was. I was about sixteen, seventeen, and it was at that moment that I was like, okay, I'm going to really pursue this. So at that age, first thing that come to my mind is the Bow Wow syndrome because <laughs> you'll have you'll have an artist who starts off so young that he's a kiddie rapper. And then by the time he becomes a man, he's trying to break that mold. And I think that's what right. Bow Wow issue is. Actually. And he failed at that. Yeah, but because... let's n- <laughs> I feel like we got to put a little more respect on his name, respect man. Respect his name. Damn. Hold on. And what? I'm going to put no respect on Bow name. Be clear. In what way? We got to put more respect on his name. Like, yo, he was one of the first artists besides Jay-Z to sell out the garden back to back. That's fire. Mm. You know my, I mean? my thing with Bow Wow. Like, nobody else was doing that at that time. That's a fact. I don't see you doing this. I don't see a lot of anybody else doing it. But his problem was the fact that his childhood musical success didn't translate to adult success. That's and what I, he still tried to carry that wave as if he was still popping off his music like he was when he was a kid. And then he kept doing dumb shit on top of that. So, that's what I was getting at with you, right? So it's just like, he didn't transition properly. Right. Or maybe the listeners didn't accept him. But you starting at 16, 17, I think you skipped that childhood phase, dancing around, pop-locking. You was a man and you was able to get straight to the point. He probably was pop-locking. He probably was pop-locking. Nah, I, mean, I never <laughs> pop-locked. was I wrong? You was able to get straight to the point, or am I wrong? Like, this um, is me from the mud, and I'm going to rep that. Right, yeah. Um, For me, see, my upbringing was different than Bow Wow's. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't have those those luxuries that me. He, 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 he was hanging with Snoop at six years old. Facts. You know what I mean? So... Um, I couldn't even compare the two, but um, yeah, I I just stay in my lane and I know my lane, and I'm I ain't gonna say. All right, how can I put this? You have to find a balance because that's what all this shit is about. Anyway, it's about balance. Mm-hmm. So you have to find a balance between staying true to you and catering to the consumer at the same time. How did you know that Facts. at sixteen? I didn't know that. Okay, at 16, okay, but it, it's correlated from sixteen to now to. It's like when I watch certain artists, like I might watch Rick Ross and I hear Rick Ross say, well, yeah, like I was grinding for about 12 years before y'all even knew who I was. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what I'm was manifesting with me. I've been doing this since I was 16. Mm-hmm. I'm 27 now. I got 11 in and I'm still transitioning. It's really a process. Yeah, right. right. That's like, a fact. And just because it may not have happened as quick for me as it has for previous people doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Absolutely. Right. You got to be ready before you get It might take you the whole 12. There. Right. It might take me a yeah. little more. Right. right. Take some others. You got to be who you are before Jay-Z you get didn't become to Jay-Z until he was 28. Right. And that's kind of... Back then, that you was late. I mean? Right. Back then, I was late. Prodigy was setting the world on fire at 19 with one of the best verses of all time. Right. And Jay-Z was 27. Right. His first big break. Right. Yeah. And I just feel like as long as you keep working... Once you get to where you're trying to take yourself, then it won't feel like work because you've been doing it. Like you said, you've been doing it for since 16. So once that break actually does come through, it's going to be regular for you. Of course, you have to make some adjustments, you know what I'm saying, according to however your life was going at that time. But as far right. as putting in the work, that that's already going to be stamped in stone. I, I mean, it depends on what you consider a victory. Like if you ask me, I already won. Um, uh, right. Because at the end of the day, I have a core support base and I don't like to say fans because I don't believe in fans. Like, that's too, I, I'm, I'm too humble to have fans. Right. Like, I have I supporters. You. Okay. You know what I mean? So my fans ain't my fans, they my supporters. And I believe if you ask me, like, you define what is considered winning for you. Not that's society. I'm not going to allow society to say, well, he's not in the newest car or well, I don't see him on MTV, so he can't be winning. Now, I walk around in my city. I get love everywhere. Everybody loves my music. Um, I have the type of support base where no matter if I disappear or come back, they still rock me. And everybody don't get that. You're absolutely right. Because I feel like we winning. We're winning. Exactly. Who who, who am I to say y'all don't deserve to be in this position or y'all... Didn't earn the shit. No, right. like you define your win. And what we Not say, society. what we say, a hundred and eleven episodes over two years. 
Like, yo, that's an accomplishment. It's an accomplishment. That's a milestone. Yeah. That's a lot. Who's to say that y'all even seen y'all getting this far with that? A hundred episodes. Man, I definitely did. Definitely Looking did. back on it at the beginning, I didn't say. And you know what? Our goal is to get to 111 episodes. Exactly. You know and we've definitely touched on this. And we've said it separate times. We've never done anything this much in our lives. You know, right. This consistent? Nah. Never. <laughs> I've been stopped. Man, fuck <laughs> that shit. You name me one thing I've been doing for two years. <laughs> man, fuck that shit. I quit. I ain't going and as back a result, the base has grown. The numbers Absolutely. have grown. Yeah. Everything has grown. And it's going to continue to grow. It's like muscle memory. Now, the things that's happening when it comes to networking or listeners or, you know, I mean, loyal listeners and loyal supporters. Right. It is just like we're consistent. So they're going to tune in because they know they'll be going to be going to be there every week. I'll be there <laughs> every week, every it, week. It, it's it's a mass ingredient, man. So I'm just constantly trying to get the pot of gumbo right. I, you know, I throw the consistency in there with the dedication and just trust that. My sound will resonate. And so, what, so it's it's a lane for everybody. I'm not gonna be like put it this way. The same way a Drake show is sold out, mm-hmm. a Dave East show is sold out. Yep, two fact. totally different lanes. Right. But what I'm saying is, it's a base for everybody. No, that's a fact. Everybody has a base. So I'm just gonna stick to my base, and if it expands, yep. good. And if yep. it doesn't, I'm okay with you know selling out. Voltage. That's yeah. okay with me. Right? Guess what? It's sold but out. That doesn't mean I'm settling for that, right? Nah. But what I'm saying is, everybody has to start somewhere and Absolutely. work from there. So I'm just working, man. So and I'm not dictating my moves off of what I see the next artist do. Like you can't. And shout out to the city because shout it's out a, to the town. It's a lot of it's a lot of great great talent come through. And too. shout out to the youth. Like you know, like the youth holding shit down right we now. We just had, two and I feel like they, they deserve a little more credit. Like, and when I say the youth, I'm talking about the kids that's. 17, 18, 19, that's really making noise right now. Right, because they got that ear. Like, I'm an older cat, and even though I got my ear to the music, I don't think my ear is like theirs. So we be too busy telling them what we like. Right. We be too busy telling them what we like. Tell us what's hot, and let us, you know what I'm saying? Because that's something that I think I need to learn, too. Right. Instead of just being like, well, this is what I like. Boom. Nah, I, I, I listen, actually. I listen to the youth. I don't just... Go off based on what I know. If it was, if I only listen to music that I like or listen to, nigga, what's that bullshit you listen? You you need to be listening to this. They gonna be listening to a whole bunch of fifty cent and cash money. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's right. what the fuck I'm gonna be recommending the niggas. So they right. don't want to hear that shit. That was our time. That's where right. I was at in my life, and that's the music that was. You know what I'm saying lit around my life. So when we go out, or if I think about an old memory, a like cash money song could come to mind, or some shit like that, based around that time. But. The music that I, I say it all the time, it's bullshit on radio. Like right. the surface level of music might be bullshit, but it's still a great number of artists putting out quality music. So right. That's, and, that's what I look for. And that's what I'm focused on. I'm focused like I, I've kind of been on a hiatus for the past year. I want to say I've been working on this project that, um, we, you know, we'll, we'll speak on um, for about two years now. Mm, OK. Take now, time. in the process of me working on this beautiful body of work that I feel is going to take me to a level that I never thought I would be at mm-hmm. because I believe in it that much and my supporters I know they can't wait because everywhere I go that's all I keep hearing but um, sometimes you just got to move to the beat of your own drum and trust that what you have is worth the wait gems is being dropped yeah, that's and, another and I'm not gonna just dictate my move off of what I see the next doing like okay well this guy just dropped over there that guy just dropped over there we all in the town but what, what are you really doing it for? Are you doing it for just... Like I said, you define your win. If I'm doing it for the city, I already won. I got the city. Everybody know Naj. Everybody know I rap. Everybody know I'm nice. If, if that's what we dictating this shit off of, I, I'm a veteran and I, I didn't put the work in. Right. But so, I'm not dictating it off of that. It's bigger than this. Now, but it starts here. Earlier, I mentioned in the week, I was going to talk more on... <clears throat> Uh, my thoughts when I was at Chuck E. Cheese and Sky Zone Caban, mm-hmm. which brings me to you to this question: Like you're okay. a father, right? Oh yeah, definitely um, proud father. Yeah, absolutely. Proud so my father. question to you is: What prepared you for fatherhood? What prepared me for fatherhood? <laughs> um, <laughs> like I said, man, I, I come from the trenches. Like I had a, you know, I didn't have the best upbringing. I'm still blessed, but um, I never had a dad. So when when it when my time came and my daughter her name's Nyla for everybody that knows me 
they know like I, my my daughter is like my best friend she is like my strength my light mm-hmm. in the dark you know what i mean um so what prepared me as crazy as this may sound um me not having a father prepared me to be the best father mm-hmm. okay and when i say that cuz i know a lot of people are like what do you mean um what i mean is the just me being here on a daily basis i've already won right because that's something that I never had. I never had a figure. I never had a uh, my biological father there on a daily basis. I taught myself, and I'm the oldest of three boys with a single mom. So I had to grow up a lot quicker than I wanted to. Shit, I was a father figure to my younger brother. Right. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, uh, what prepared me was just telling myself that I would never give my daughter that feeling that I got. Definitely, I definitely can relate to that because, like, you know, when I realized that I was going to be a father at age 17, um, my dad was around, but I just knew that I wanted to be better right. than when he was. So that was just right. my goal. That was I that motivated you, yeah. that fueled you. So, with all the, with being a father and with all the nutso shit out there that could attack our children through your music, how do you speak freely about how you want to, about who you are as a person, but at the same time, you know what I'm saying like kind of keep it on a parental advisory level exactly and then if your daughter come does come across the music how do you explain your concert and the music to her oh uh, that's a good question fresco uh I don't Thank you. I don't really I don't re- really believe in fabricating shit for her mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it to her 110 percent real and even though she, you know I'm a I'm gonna break it down because she is a child she's only five. And, but I know eventually that bridge will be crossed where she is going to listen to her dad's music. Right. She is going to be like, well, daddy, what did you mean by that? Mm-hmm. You know, or what did, why did you say this? Right. I mean, all I could do is just, I, is just tell her the truth. Like, look, this is, you know, how daddy was brought up. This is where I come from. This is the world that the p- picture that I'm painting in the world that I came from is, is something that helps me express myself. It, it, it's therapeutic for me. It, it frees me mentally. And okay. you know, like Hov said, man, I went through it, so you won't have to go through that. Facts, facts. You know what I mean? So that's that's just what it is. I'm I'm painting these pictures, and even if she don't understand it, because her upbringing is completely different than how mine was. Mm-hmm. I grew up in the projects. Right. She don't even know what the projects is. You and know I, what I mean? hope she doesn't have to find out. Know. But at the same time, I'm not downplaying the hood. I, right. I, I I don't regret where I come from. I love that I was brought up how I was brought up because it turned me into the man that I am today. And I want her to see, like, look, well, this is where daddy came from. This is where you are. Mm-hmm. But just know that it started here for me. Right. So you need to know where you came from because that's where I came from. So here's the thing, right? So as far as the question that I had with the fatherhood question, mm-hmm. and I was at uh, Sky Zone. Right. I wasn't playing, but I was watching, you know, my brothers mm-hmm. and the kids play. And I'm watching uncles and I'm watching fathers. And I'm just watching us mm-hmm. be motivated from our past. Right. But I think that what, but what I started thinking about was kind of left. It was just like, you know how many stories that I've heard about great grandfather or your granddad beating your grandmother, mm-hmm. right. your uncle right. touching somebody. And I'm just, I just sitting there thinking about how could, like we've come a long way as men. Yeah, we have. And we don't even know that all that stuff created the, the good men that we are today. Like, right. I don't know if anybody ever put those things together. Mm-hmm. It's just me being a man, I could never understand how you could harm children. And I was just thinking about that because you couldn't see it, but I'm watching y'all. The uncles and the fathers are having a great time mm-hmm. with the kids. Right. How could, as a man, just, I don't know, just out of it could have been the drug. I'm not trying to make excuses for them, but it just could have been with their time from the war drugs, alcohol, not being able to work, stress. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, the thing for them to do was touch one of your family. I'm pretty sure we all heard a story in the family about what uncle such and such did or this guy did. I mean, that shit is totally unacceptable for me. I don't give a fuck. Unless you have a psychological disorder of extreme nature, and even then, you might not get any. Empathy. And even and I'm not giving it to him. I'm not. I'm right. not giving you any any type of sympathy. But due to your medical diagnosis, I got to give that notion just because I have to acknowledge that just because. Right. But other than that, no. 
No, 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 no. And no, then no. I don't fuck with nobody touching children for no reason. Absolutely. And it, and, it, and it just it just made me think that. I don't know why. It might have been left. But once again, I'm just looking at how much love it is to love your family. And just to know that a few decades ago, men was actually just savages and vultures and just molesting their own family. And it just sucks in that, you know, we carry that on. But yeah. We just don't know that we're breaking that cycle. Right. So that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, we are breaking the mold. We man. are breaking that mold. For real. And I think we need to acknowledge that, man. I, I just don't understand how any of those guys could do that. Something else I noticed, I noticed other kids there, right? Non-black kids. And you can look at them and tell that they got something going on in their right. heads, right? Right. But it sucks because when you're black and you were born with a disability or you're not, you can't think properly, right. they just say, hey, take some of this Ritalin hmm. and go about your way. And more than likely, they become the ones, not all the time, because it's, it's straight thinking people on the corner selling drugs and doing crimes. But more than likely, they'll be the ones that go out there and commit those crimes because they're not thinking right. Because right. they weren't taken care of. And I'm sitting here thinking, look at all these white kids and all these other kids, right? Who, what are they getting that we're not getting in the hood? Because if you just let this one little kid, and I was looking at him, if you let this kid just grow up and grow up, mm -hmm. he might be one of them mass shooters type of Right. You can look in the eyes and tell that you need a little bit of more love than a normal kid. That's what you, you saw all that shit. I'm, I'm watching them. I'm watching them. <laughs> you can I was, tell. I was looking at them. They all look like they was having a fucking blast to nah, me. Oh, man. Some of them little white girls running past my son. My son was a little running past them. Oh my God, he's so cute. Not everybody is, is dealing with something. But I actually made eye contact with a few of them that right. were. And I said, hmm, without proper care, you're going to be something negative. So but you, I'm like, you, you that good. I seen it. <laughs> I seen that. I seen it. I seen. I seen. Um, I heard Doctor Doctor Phil on the weekends with the Breakfast Club, and he said that he hates the Ritalin diagnosis because it's one of those throwaway diagnoses. Absolutely, that that's exactly what give. I brought it up. It's that's like, exactly um, what it is. Oh, he doesn't know how to behave. Oh, he doesn't know how to sit down. Oh, he's a bad kid. Give him some Ritalin. Yeah, like down. that's just the answer. That's and now he's fucked up. The kid didn't need yep. no Ritalin. He just had a little bit more energy than most. And that's right. and that's the hood remedy. That's exactly what I'm getting at. Those kids that I seen, they're not gonna get Ritalin. They're gonna get a whole nother something else that's gonna help them, and then they're gonna go to become millionaires somewhere doing something because they got the proper care. Right. Meanwhile, us in the hood, our cousin, right. our brother, somebody who might not be the sharpest, and it's just it's not his fault. It's just that's you know. Right. He drew that short straw. Right. And we don't know how to handle it. And we just like, hey, just give him some Ritalin. I feel like so, it happens to white kids, too. I mean, I'm not sure the shit. I'm not sure the, the categories on which who falls under what. But I've definitely heard stories where uh, white kids have been, like, misdiagnosed and provided with Ritalin as well. So I I, I, don't, I don't know. It's it's kind of hard for me to say that that opportunity that doesn't happen to them, and then that special kid. Shit, we see them all the time. Who was the motherfucker that um that just shot up in California? And oh, then yeah. they said he got P the PTSD. Right. Yeah. All right. You know what I'm saying? He's going to, and even though he did, he's going to get that. He's going to get that. Right. He's mentally ill. Take care of him. There are some that's missed. <laughs> Our situation though. If, if a black guy does something, he don't know that he's actually dealing with something. Right. So he can't even say, not even I'm dealing with that. You understand what don't I'm saying? Mentally, don't they have a prison for them, too? But we, but we're, got you yes, but we're locked up. If you actually evaluated us, most of us, we'd be in there getting taken care of instead of just in jail. I don't think, even if you are, I think even if you are diagnosed with some type of condition that might make, might make you go off the wall, if you commit a crime like murder with your medical or your uh, psychological diagnosis, you should still be thrown in a psych ward. If you know that crime you can't and yourself. or yeah, but you still committed a crime. Now you can't control yourself. If we let you out based on you having a medical condition, who's to say you're not going to do this shit again? So you if, still committed a if crime. You committed a crime on the medicine. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I, I mean, mean, if you committed... I don't expect for them to take accountability, even though they should, because they prescribed it, and maybe this medicine triggered something that wasn't necessarily there before. Right. But they're not going to take it. the fall for that. Right. <laughs> right. I know that. I still feel like even, like, you just can't erase that crime. Like, they have to do... I don't know. Maybe the psychological right. laws from crimes can be different based on 
the way they are. Maybe they can be judged off a psychological standpoint. Right. But I still feel as though PSTD or any of those type of things that people might have going on in their head doesn't. It's not an excuse for you to do the crime. You you are having a uh, a tough time handling. Regular mental things like normal people, but, but you still got to answer right for to what you're sh- doing. Shoot people, right? Exactly. <laughs> it doesn't make it okay. Or, oh, you shot 88 people because you got PTSD. All right, well, you know, take these rhythm pills. See you later. You know right. what I'm saying? No, no, no. Sit your ass in that fucking infirmary or the psych ward or whatever you're at right. for 10, 20 months or whatever, and then we can see if you've been rehabilitated through right. the medicine. Or I, agree. I agree. It's, it, it's just. Whoever that officer was, more than likely, they're going to give him that benefit of the doubt. And we will get none of the benefit. So that's what I'm saying when it comes with the kids. They'll get more chances than us. And there are going to be some non-black people who go around and they do mass shooting and they become terrorists. That's right. United States terrorists. You're terrorists if you kill more than two people at one time. So, yeah. But let's get... uh. That was just my thoughts. It was just what right. I was thinking when I saw y'all playing around with the kids, having a good time in Sky Zone. What happened to the and men you, before? And you looked at the white kid was like, you look like you're going to grow up to be a killer. Ah, that's what, hey, that's, that's what you did. Get him now. <laughs> <laughs> if I was a cop, I'd lock your ass many, up right now. How many white kids did you look at with that scope yesterday? Oh, some of, I'm, it, All of them? It's not a white thing. Some of them was normal kids, but there's some kids. I'm not saying that I didn't see black kids with that look like they were in space. But I'm saying is, for the black kids, I know that if you don't get the proper care, you're going to have some slip-ups in your life and they're going to throw the book at you. But the white kids, you're going to have some slip-ups in your life and they're going to take care of you. That's all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. So let's get back to Nas, man. I just just wanted to go off on that real quick. But my next question is, man, what would you compare yourself to musically? Um, I wouldn't compare myself to anyone, Mm -hmm. but um, I have influencers. Okay. I have people that... um, I'm not going to say that I mimic, but um, I like their artistry. So, um, <clears throat> I, you know, I kind of follow suit off of the moves that they make because clearly it got them to the level that they're at. OK. Um, so, I mean, I, I like and I'm, I'm not this is not in any particular order, but um, people that influence me. Um, like if you hear me, you may hear, you know, of influence of Drake. I, I'm a big Drake fan. Um uh, I, I love Fab Fresco. You know how we feel about Low, so yep. I just want to put that out there because <laughs> yep. I know that's his boy. <laughs> yep, <laughs> uh, I'm a Fab fan. Um, um, who else influences me? And I, I, I love Meek. I love, I love the aspect that he brings to the game of just being from the mud. Coming, I from hope he dropped an album from. before the year. That's what I want. I, I hope. I mean, I I'm praying. I, I, this was a great year for music, by the way. It was. This was I a phenomenal it. year for music, hip hop particularly. You're not short of anything to listen to, right? Do you but, have a top five? Um, my top, albums, albums that dropped this year. Uh, top three, five top, might be hard to name off the top. Yeah, okay, well, top five is just a uh, right. I, I can give you five for this drop right. this year that that really stood out to me. Um, uh, black. Well. Uh, Black. I listen to the album. Uh, yeah, the new one. Uh, East Atlanta Love Letter. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a very underrated uh, album. I, I like think him. that was He's definitely one of the best bodies of work. Um, Kod by the Cole was definitely okay. a game changer okay. for me. But when is when is his shit not a game changer? Right. <laughs> um, Great point. Scorpion was a good body of work, um, only because he finally gave us what we wanted. We he rapped. For an album and he sung for an album. People still complain, right? Right, no, I was, right. I was one of them, but it's like, okay, I'm a rap. That's what we've been holding Drake to for so long. He don't rap enough. He sing right. too much. Well, he gave you a side A and side B. You don't ever have to listen to the singing. Absolutely, because I never, I still yeah, have not have listened to. to part two yet. Right, but I listened to the first disc. Over and over again. I still don't know the difference between part A and part B because I stream the shit, so it just sounds like one long ass album. Oh, yeah. Right. So <laughs> first I don't songs, know. The first few songs is rapping, and then the last ten is singing. I thought it was okay. I thought it was okay. At first, I didn't like it, but then after yeah. the whole, after he did the shop, he was explaining a little bit more. Right. Gave me an insight into what. The I love that show, by the way. Into. I think LeBron is on or something. Absolutely, super that, fun. LeBron got to interview niggas journalists with a die to get. I like it, but I don't. Right. Yeah, but um, I I don't know. I feel like my music is it has its own sound. Like um, it comes from a real place. 
Um, but I, you know, it depends on how I'm feeling. I could turn you up. I could give you something that's going to make you think. I could tell you about my life. Mm-hmm. But it's my sound. I, I can honestly say nothing that I've dropped is repetitive. Like you can't say, well, you can you can listen to five songs from me and none of them will sound alike. Good. And, and they Person, all will, personally. you know, they all will resonate on how they resonate depending on what you're doing or what you're your, going through. Your most recent song. What's the name of that? Where can people get it? Uh, that's the first single of my upcoming project. Um, um, it's called Cream, featuring my guy Fat Chili, man. Chili, what's up, baby? Shout out to Fat Chili. That's my guy. I mean, if you want, we can get into that song right now. Let the people hear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's get it. Let's do it. Introduce, introduce that record to that thing, man. Yo, this is the first single of my uh, upcoming project. Nothing's yeah. promised. It's entitled Cream, featuring Fat Chili. And uh, yeah, this is the one that's available on all streaming platforms from Tidal, Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, Google Play, wherever you, you can everywhere, stream. Everywhere. It's everywhere. Everywhere. It's everywhere, man. All right. So we'll be let's, right. let's get into them. Back. Sheesh. Panacho. 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 Yeah. Shit ain't nice with the scenes. You gotta stay sucker free. Wu Tang for the cream. At the top's where I be. At the top's where I be. Putting on for my team. At the top's where I be. Putting on for my team. Shit ain't noise with the seams. You gotta stay sucker free. Wu Tang for the cream. At the top's where I be. At the top's where I be. Putting on for my team. At the top's where I be. Putting on for my team. At the top's why I be, yeah. putting on for my team. Damn. They like Nas do the right thing, but no, I ain't Spike Lee. Nah. A nigga rather do the wrong thing. Ain't no nigga like me. Damn. Getting ahead of my V. Sense so you can't see. Oh. The town's favorite and I know it now. But fuck a list, I'd rather burp a pound. Niggas Satan tell him hold it down. I come around, but it's not a sound. These, these bitches weak and they just pillow talk. That's why I hit them, then I pass them off. You can have it, what you asking for? I'm running shit, I'm playing basketball. Shit ain't nice with the scenes. You gotta stay sucker free. Wu Tang for the cream. At the top's why I be. At the top's why I be. Putting on for my team. At the top's why I be. Putting on for my team. Shit ain't noise with the seams. You gotta stay sucker free. Wu Tang for the cream. At the top's why I be. At the top's why I be. Putting on for my team. At the top's why I be. Putting on for my team. Yeah, the pack tucked in my jeans. Yeah. Shorty finna hit her knees. Yeah. I'ma hit it, play around with it. Then, then I'm finna make a leave. Right back to the cheese. I'm yeah, right. early morning I want cheese yeah. eggs. Throwing packs, jersey on my back. Think I'm breath far, I'm a cheese head. Mornings I ain't wanna leave, babe. Yeah. But I had to make sure my seat fed. Paper involved, I see red. Stop a nigga out like I got three legs. Bitches and flavors, I'm K fed. I ain't tryna see it stay bad. Cause I want a home with a lake and I know that these niggas gon' hate then, yeah. Shit ain't nice with the scenes. You gotta stay sucker free. Wu Tang for the cream. At the top's why I be. At the top's why I be. Putting on for my team. At the top's why I be. Putting on for my team. Shit ain't nice with the scenes. You gotta stay sucker free. Wu Tang for the cream. At the top's why I be. At the top's why I be. Putting on for my team. At the top's why I be. Putting on for my team. Yeah, man, that was that was cream featuring my guy Fat Chili, man. It's available everywhere. First single off the uh, my upcoming tape, Nothing's Promised. And it ain't even the tape, my upcoming album. Album. This shit album, is an album. Body yeah. of work. Word, my body of work, man. It's well overdue. I'm excited. I can't wait for y'all to hear it. I think y'all gonna love it. And um, <laughs> if you don't love it, at least like it. <laughs> <laughs> I can dig that. Well, that was the first single of the new album coming up for Nodge Cream, man. Let us know what you think about that joint in the comments. So... I was reading an article about uh, something, and uh, I wanted to bring it to y'all attention, us being three men, and uh, just like a little, have a little fun with it, man. But I got this question, and this is actually a real article. This is a real study. Are you too handsome for a job? Or, yep. let's not say a job, <laughs> are you too handsome for just like any certain situation? I'll yep. give, give you an example. 
I can't say that I'm too handsome for a job, but um, you clean porta potties? No. Why not? Well, what I mean, not too handsome in my opinion, but people might look at you and judge you and be like, "Why are you working here? We can't hire you. Why do you work here? You look too good to work here. You look too good. That's (laughs) kind of be like overqualified. But you can't tell me that. Like I can say it about the job, but if I'm interviewing for a job, like the reason I can't, I didn't get it was you can't tell me. Well, you. You can't work here because you're too handsome. They can't. Hey, bitch, what? But you come in there, you smelling good, you got the fresh lineup, and you just look a million times better than everybody that, that else. That would piss me off. That would piss me off. If you want for I'm the, suing them. But you want a bum? You put a defamation of character. What you, you want a bum in it? You're going for a job, and the average employee is 50. Grandparents, right? And you just come in 30-something, fresh, young, athletic. You don't fit the demographic. You don't fit. You don't fit. And you just might be, you know what? What kind of job is this? It's out there. But I'm more going on as of, it's not just job, but you might just be too handsome just for like a regular conversation, meaning they always think your DMs pop. <laughs> if you tell them you single. I think everybody DMs pop. Yeah, but. <laughs> relationship or not, your I, DMs is pop. But what I'm saying up. is, if you introduce yourself to a young lady or you trying to get to know somebody, right. she ain't going to believe that your DMs is dry because you just too handsome. And it's just, you trying to get, like, first off, what you're not going to say or get is my password. You just got to take my word for it. Yeah, you got to take my word. And, or it, it can't even, it don't even got to be the DMs. You'd be like, yo, you single, but I'm pretty sure you got somebody you stalking somebody. you or you smashing. Right. Just be like, nah. So, Which is most likely true. <laughs> but, but you ain't got to do that. Ain't nobody going to tell me. Listen, listen, I'm, going, I'm listening. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. But that was it. But do y'all have any situations where you thought you were... Uh, physically overqualified for certain situations. Um, not really. I don't know. I, I think it boils down to your mindset. Like <clears throat> for me personally, I feel like my looks is the last thing that might draw a girl. And when I tell women this, they be like, "What? What are you? What are you talking about? You're handsome." But yeah, I think for me, it's the personality, it's the approach that might grab them more than. My looks. Mm-hmm. That's just my opinion, though. So I mean, women may say different, but right. I don't know. I I can't put it in that perspective. What I can do is I could say I've seen a girl that I felt was out of my league. Mm. I felt like she looked too good. She for was me. like, damn, right? Dude, she nope. was overqualified. <laughs> you making her like, damn? Nope. Like, not gonna try. It. Nope. I think that happens a lot. You like, like, look, you know what? Nah. <laughs> nope. Like, look, I want you, but give me a couple years because I don't <laughs> right, think I'm right. there yet. <laughs> To, to cater to the to the needs that you may have, but, but it's crazy because mm-hmm. she might not have nothing going on. She might be trash. She might be trash. <laughs> See, got <but>, mad filters <laughs> on her uh, uh, Facebook. So you thinking? Not even. She, no, I won't even go say go as far as to say she might be trash. She could just be just. She could be just like you. That's just slick. Like, I don't, just you like mean you. trash, you know what trash, what I mean? but you know, no, I, know. I mean, a regular decala. See, but that's that's the beauty, and it's it's a gift and a curse. That's the gift and the curse to perception, right? You know the way. You, we are perceived or the way we perceive others would dictate where it goes. You know, um, and we she, never perceive- she could look out of my league and really just be super down to earth and right. be and looking exactly for a guy I mean. exactly like me. Yep. Right. But because mentally I'm intimidated by her beauty. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the mentality. If I like approach somebody, I go with it. I go in with it, with that mentality. I don't really like, well, before, but I don't try to put women on the pedestal. Like, like right. damn, like she's so far out of my reach. I don't like the, because I feel like I'm not giving myself enough credit. Right. You know what I'm saying? I want to give myself as much credit as I deserve without going overboard. You know right. what I'm saying? I want to give myself too much credit, but I'm going to give myself some. Right. Surely I can bag you. I just don't want to. I don't know. Right. <laughs> it might be some idea that I'll look at and i say, you know what? I'm not financially stable enough to spend 300 on dinner. Right. So I'm skipping you. I think there are some where you could just look. And I might be Nah, wrong. for nah. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's like, some you could just look and be like, nah. Too rich me, for my blood. Let me go back to the hyperbolic time chamber yeah. and, and train a little bit. <laughs> so, <laughs> hyperbolic time chamber. Not to get you far off of it. You said you don't use your looks. Not even with the music. I would think that you would you don't you take know, pictures on Instagram with your shirt off, baby oil, or none of that shit. Nah, like that. I ain't I ain't getting my fifty on like that. <laughs> but uh I mean, like I said, if you ask, a, you know, the women, they would beg to differ. Like, nah, nah, you, you very handsome. Like, you know, I just never, I, 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 for me personally, yes, everything starts with an attraction. 
And yeah, like you want to be attracted to the person you're dealing with and vice versa. Right. But uh, I don't know. I'm just at a stage now where stability is like the most attractive thing for me. So you looking for like I would rather have an eight mm-hmm. with her shit together than a 10 with nothing to offer. Yes, yeah, it's facts. That's a fact. That's, a, <laughs> fact. Fact. That's yeah. a fact. I'll take a seven. <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna go. I don't know if I'm gonna. Uh, I, think, it, it, I would. I would definitely right. take a seven. seven. A strong seven. It's gotta be a strong seven. Yeah. How, how low will you go? A seven is as low as you'll go. I ain't going lower than seven. It, it depends, bro, because she might be a seven in the looks department, but everything else is 10. a ten. Right. Everything else could be a ten. So I you can, gotta pick your like poison. I said. I can be cool as long as if she's decent looking. Like you ain't gotta be model of the year, but you sure as fuck ain't going come off the corner neither. Why can't she be a 10 out of a 10 in all departments? Do you think that you're cheating yourself by settling? Like, because you don't think that you'll find a 10 looker with 10, with with the 10 qualities of she got her whole Nah, because that that would make her perfect. Nobody's perfect. So you go into it with your eyes. But hold, can I finish? (laughs) You go into it. That would, if if she has, if she's 10s all across the board, that would make her perfect. And that's not Really realistic, but when you go into a situation as a grown ass man, you know that everybody don't have their shit together. So you go into it with, okay, she might not be that great at this, but she's great at this. Right. I can handle that that balance between the two as long as she works on this and this stays where it was when we met. Like you can't drop in this category right. and have this shit as two. With the other shit that you don't do as well, that's a two. Now you you fucking up. Right. You know what I mean? I think right. we might take the perfect thing a little too far because you might meet somebody who thinks you're perfect, but you know you're not. But in their eyes, give us time. They'll see. It's the most handsome. Over time, they'll see. <laughs> give us some time. <laughs> right, they'll <right>. see. <laughs> she might think you're the most handsomest guy ever created, mm-hmm. and the things that you do do, right? She appreciates. So that's what I mean about a ten on ten. So. And women, they don't really go for the looks. Nah, because I've seen a lot of beautiful women with ugly niggas. It's, I'm just putting it's that out there. something that they're I doing. See, but clearly, I, yeah, it's... You know what, though? And this is going to sound crazy, but a lot of beautiful women deal with guys that may not be attractive to the public's eye for that exact reason. Like, because maybe they can't deal with somebody that... Y'all they don't want two handsome people in the relationship. Club. I was just thinking that. We <laughs> like, both can't like we, we, we both can't look good. <laughs> <laughs> look, baby, I already got the looks covered. So, <laughs> like, you <laughs> feeling the gaps in the mirror more than me. <laughs> right. Funny. And, you know, some for women mentally, they be, you know, the guys that may not be up to par, on, uh, you know, from an attractive standpoint may treat them the best. Can you date somebody that's not cute to you, at least? Like, me personally, I have to be attracted to who I'm dealing with. Have yeah. to be. I have Absolutely. to. I got I don't want to come home. I gotta no, want to. I gotta yeah, want right. to see you in that lingerie. You can buy it, but if I don't want to see you in it, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, like, I have to be attracted to you. Everything like, starts with an attraction. Dang. Everything starts with an attraction. Absolutely. And I just turn my nose up. But hey, man, we short on time. Uh, we probably could have talked about this for about 10, 15 more minutes. But we got to get into the fresh or fiasco. Yeah, Let's fresh or fiasco is we will blurt out. Uh, um, we'll I tell see. you a scenario. Feel me, and then you vote whether you think it's fresh for you agree with it, or fiasco like this some bullshit. You tell us why. Uh, oh, I like right. that little whole little fresh though. Yeah, you see that? I see how you flip that one. Thank you. That's official. Thank you. I think you might be the first one that <laughs> ever it since out. I can't hey. remember. I've been popping my collar. Popping, popping my collar. Yo, my boys really got segments. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> they got segments. This, got the, this the real show. deal, baby. It's a show. Goddamn, it's the real it's deal. Fresher fiasco. Future posts a pic on IG with mm. the caption saying, thank God on Richard and Wendy Williams. But a Google search will show Future Network is half of hers. Fresher fiasco. <laughs> I'll go first. <laughs> you motherfucker. You. I'm going to go fresh. What? Okay. Fake why? it till you make it. Birdman. He made it, though. But He, he made it, to... then he faked it. Right. But, but. Eventually, I'm going to be richer than Wendy Williams. How? You know that. Speak it into existence. Birdman has been lying to us since cash money came out. He convinced us that he had enough money to buy a football field. He right. does not. You know how much a football field costs? A bi- over billions of dollars. He ain't say which football field. He could have made a fucking Pee Wee Pop Warner joint. Birdman <laughs> had you thinking he had so much money, and you believed it, but in reality, 
he didn't have enough money to pay producers to pay Lil Wayne. And at the end of the day, you got to look. It's just G. Just talk right. your talk. Regardless of what Google says, some people are going to believe it regardless of what they say. I've seen this in so many situations. Fake it till you make it. That's what all the industry people do. Jay-Z told us he was super rich before he was really super rich. Who cares? Fresh for future. Uh, it's a fucking fiasco. <laughs> it's a fucking fiasco because because he tried to slight her. Like that post was made to slight Wendy Williams. Right. Like he was doing he was better in life than her. Right. Right. They got him rich in Wendy Williams. I looked at, I went to Google ASAP. So what, what Give me what Wendy Williams' net worth. 60 million. His? No, Wendy's. Oh. Give me Wendy Williams' net worth. 60 million. Give me Future's net worth. 30 million. You gotta shut the fuck up forever, man. <laughs> you gotta shut up, bro. When you're doing shit like that, you gotta make sure you talk about the right shit because you make yourself look foolish. Right. I thought it was, it's okay to flex if you're gonna flex. Sometimes you gotta flex on people, especially people that's on your dick about bullshit, just saying your name and stuff. But if you, it's gotta be a proper flex, bro. <laughs> right, right. Like, it's gotta be a proper flex. You can't flex and say you rich. To somebody that's richer than you, like that right. shit just like, don't make sense. You can't no flex sense. and then pull a muscle. Like. Right, <laughs> you can't. You can't do it, man. It's a fucking fiasco. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna probably have to. And, and look, future. When you see this, <laughs> and I'm in the industry, I just want to put this out there. We just, <laughs> I still want to work. You still on my list of artists that I gotta get a song with. But yeah, it's, it's definitely a fiasco. Yeah, it was an improper flex. Mm-hmm. And my thing is, why Wendy Williams? That was random. Or maybe I they think got Wendy, beat. you know. Because Wendy had talked about him on, on a segment of her show about how many baby moms he got. Right. And, and she was like lined them up. for them. And, you know, right. Wendy shit. Regular. Wendy shit. She was trolling him first. And, okay. You know, he just responded, but right. it was the wrong response. He had the right to respond. Right. But you can't respond with a lie. So. Like, no, you can't. I, like, I think I'm going to change my back because I would hate oh. for me. <laughs> I would hate for me to be getting on somebody and their reply is, well, that's why you. That's not. That's why you only got three episodes of the pocket. What? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know nah, what? that shit don't work like right. that. Like, nah, you can't flex fiasco. <laughs> yeah, fiasco three Definitely three. Fiasco. Yeah. Fresher fiasco. Saints wide receiver Dez Bryant tears his Achilles one day after signing a one year contract with the New Orleans Saints. Um, go ahead, Nod. It it is because I it's it's a fiasco for the team. It might be fresh for him because he got them guaranteed dollars regardless. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, they still got to pay him. The ink dried. This I signed point. on the dotted line, homie. Right. Once the ink dried, let it fly. Right. 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 <laughs> so it it's a fiasco for the team because they they booked on it and it, mm-hmm. and you know the gamble was a little you know shaky, but it's it's fresh for him. Yeah. And it might be a fiasco for him if he just loved the game that much. Right. Because you never know. A lot of these athletes just, they they here for the money. Right. You know, they play, but they, they really want that money. I'm going to go fiasco. I was about to go fresh, but I just changed it the last second. I'm going to go fiasco just for the fact that he didn't. He hasn't played all year. This is week 10 or something. Right. He finally got a contract. This is an eighth-month-long injury, which means by the time next season comes, it's going to be real hard-pressed for another team to want to give this guy a shot. Right. This is what happens when you're not active. I think they say he was overweight. We don't know what he was doing while he was out. Of course, you're going to slack a little bit because you ain't got no game Sunday. Right. We're going to sleep. And then the second you hit the field, bang, boom. You out for eight months, um, which is also kind of fresh because you got the bag and then right. hurt yourself. I don't know how much his bag was, but it right. was more than what he was bringing in. Right. So <laughs> at the same time, this is an eight-month-long injury, and nobody really wanted to sign him when he was healthy. So right. can you imagine him coming off this with no team to practice with? Right. This might be the end of dance, man. So I'm going to go fiasco just for that. Um, I'm going to go fresh only because he could have tore his shit before he signed that contract, then he really be asked to fuck out. <laughs> then he really be asked out. Um, I say fresh because, like, financially he's secure, at least for, you know what I'm saying, another couple years. I don't know what the man money is like, but if you get another bag for another year, then that's prolonging that's your financial longevity. So, for that, times like this, plus. for shit like this that happens, because it, right. it's not guaranteed. Right, exactly. You can so, lead the league today. It's a five-year league. I think, I think that's what he's doing. I think he's right. done. Yeah. <laughs> right. so, I think it's over, Des. So, I, um, 
I'm going to go fresh just because I feel like now, although he's injured, and this, this is a very, very lengthy injury to recover from with the bag that he got. You know what I'm saying? He could possibly put moves into looking into a future outside of football. So, yeah, fresh for that. Fresh or fiasco. NBA fine. Nikola Javik. I don't know his name. One number names. 15 from the, the Nuggets. Denver Nuggets for saying in the interview about Wendell Carter Jr., no homo, but he's longer than you expect. <laughs> I'm going to go fresh, man, because coming from, I guess he's rushing to something, but he's not from here. So for him to use that, I think it's pretty dope. <laughs> it's just funny. So I'm going to go fresh, man. That's a fucking fiasco for me. <laughs> it's a fiasco for me, man, because um, he didn't have to say no homo. Mm. He didn't have to ind- indicate that. Like, if he went and never said no homo, no one would have thought that deeply into it. Like, <laughs> I think we would have. I, I think, think we would have said oh, he's longer than we thought. Whoa, pause that, brother. Right, right. But I'm speaking in the sense of the masses right. of who he was speaking to. Right. Like they they don't know about no homo. Facts, like, you facts. know what I mean? I know when he said it, they was like, "Well, what do you mean? Like, no, how is homo. this gay? No, all era was homo. I'm sorry, no homo. Right? You know, <laughs> seriously. So yeah, he turned it in. It was fresh. He turned it into a fiasco. Right. I, I'm gonna say fresh. I'm gonna say fresh that they find them because. Oh, they find them. Yeah, they, yeah, find, them. they find them. Twenty five G's. Damn. I'm gonna say fresh because. Only because the the NBA is a, a global icon, right? Right. The NBA is a global icon with fans from all with all types of sexual orientation, and that's showing his homophobia. Yeah, I'm so they could they think, but it's not. But motherfuckers, not, but but motherfuckers is. could possibly watch that and just think the NBA is anti-gay just for him saying it. Right. Right. You know exactly. what I'm saying? They can just think the NBA is anti-gay. They feel like he has, no you know, you got players in the league that are, have something against gay. Right. And, and on top of that, I feel like, where, where he from? Russia, Moscow, something No, I don't like know. That? But he I had to Nicola. be, yeah. he had to be influenced by his teammates. That's why. Absolutely. The culture. Right. It's a teammate influence because you coming from wherever you coming from that, that country so far away. There's no way you grew up with in the time period or knowingly knew what no homo meant. Right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So he was groomed to what that meant by his teammates and his dumb ass actually took the shit on air. <laughs> right. <laughs> he took the shit on air. So you deserve to get fined for first of all, you can you can consider that uh being a culture vulture. You're talking right. you're talking the right talk, but in the wrong space. You yeah, you're using it in the wrong context. Yeah, man. and you on the contract, bro. You just can't be out here saying whatever you want. Like, you, you get penalized for that shit, i.e. Right. this goddamn 25G fine. So, fresh for that, man. Watch your fucking mouth. Alright. <laughs> so, it's time to wrap it up. Yo, Naj, man, we appreciate you coming on. Tell the people what your latest single is again and where you can cop the rest of your music Yo, for the, the listening sing- anticipation my, uh, of the new one. My latest single is um, titled Cream. is available on all streaming platforms. Follow me on uh, Instagram at uh, Naj Music. Naj Music. Right. N-A-H-J-M-U-S-I-C. Facebook, Najee Tucker, my government. Twitter, The Real Naj. And yeah, man, thank you all for having me. I appreciate the opportunity. My boy, appreciate you coming through, man. And this was episode 111. Episode 111. I'm your boy Fresco. Again, you can follow me on Instagram at Fresco Fame and on Twitter at Fresco Ben Famous. That's B-I-M Famous for if you can't spell. And I'm Flaw 700 (laughs) on anything. You dig? Peace out.